Peering into the C-suite, insights from Miami India's research on post-COVID CXO priorities, pain points, and challenges, December 2020. What is it that gains you admission to the C-suite? What distinguishes the top echelons from career mid or senior managers? Clearly, it takes years of putting nose to grindstone, a mix of hard and soft skills, strong business acumen, unique talents, and often a dose of good luck too. It is difficult to quantify the various facets that make up a successful CXO. Still, with enough data points, it is possible to identify some profiles that are likelier to make the cut. IMA India's latest research report, CXO Diaries, Life After COVID-19, looks at how life has changed for C-suite executives in the last few months. It identifies the areas of business they are prioritizing, the skill gaps they see in themselves, and the solutions to fill these gaps, and the impact of COVID-19 on their career paths. In the course of gathering this information from roughly 400 CEOs, CFOs, and CHROs, we also collated details on age, tenure, and educational backgrounds. Given the large sample size and the diverse spread of IMA's CXO client base, the survey is fairly representative in its findings. When aggregated, the data paints a fascinating picture of the individuals who occupy the C-suite in corporate India today. This paper offers a few highlights. Gender. Diversity has been a corporate buzzword for years, but the sad reality is that men are still many times likelier than women to get the top jobs. Just 11% of the CXOs in our sample are female, ranging from a low of 4% among CEOs and 10% among CFOs to a more respectable 32% among CHROs. Second, female representation in the C-suite falls drastically with age, from a high of 21% in the under 40 group to just 3% among over 60s. The interpretation of this trend is that younger female executives are breaking through the glass ceiling in larger numbers than their peers from 10 to 20 years ago. Also notable is that 40% of PhD holding CXOs, admittedly a small subset of the total, are women. This could indicate that higher levels of education strengthened the chances of a female executive rising to the top. Age. Few business leaders get to their posts without acquiring at least a few gray hairs. As would be expected, CEOs tend to be older than other CXOs with an average age of 52 years. Just 5% are younger than 40 and 79% are between 40 and 60 years old. The average CFO is four years younger at 48 years, while the mean age for CHROs is 46. Interestingly, 16% of CEOs are older than 60, but just 2% each of CFOs and CHROs are. Foreign MNCs tend to have younger leaders, average age of 48 years, than Indian companies, 51 years. Sector-wise, CXOs in the automotive, BFSI, and chemical industries are generally older, 52 to 53 years, than average, while IT and ITES leaders are a younger lot, at 47 to 48 years of age. Education. In the vast majority of cases, having a master's degree is the basic admission price for getting a CXO job. 86% of business leaders in our sample have one. But the fact remains, 10% have managed to reach the C-suite with only a bachelor's degree under their belt, while another 4% have gone on to earn a PhD. These ratios become starker when examined by position. 18% of CEOs studied only up to the bachelor's level, but just 2-3% of CFOs and CHROs did so. This would suggest that, for a person to reach the CEO level, personal attributes other than education may take on a more important role, whereas to reach the CFO and CHRO position, one has no option but to acquire a master's degree. Put differently, one may conclude that the average CFO and CHRO is better educated than the average CEO. In terms of field of specialization, 
There are clear differences across the three roles, but also certain commonalities. Most CXOs study either engineering or science, 37%, or finance or accounts, 29%, at the bachelor's level. At the master's level, they lean mainly on an MBA, 52%, or finance slash accounts, 39%. Very few pursue the liberal arts. These numbers skew heavily by function, with CEOs 69% and CHROs 92% opting for an MBA and CFOs preferring finance 84%. More interesting still are the combinations of graduate and postgraduate specializations that CXOs pursue. 57% of CEOs hold the classic engineering MBA combo, while another 20% have a finance-finance or finance-MBA mix. CFOs overwhelmingly hold a finance-finance, 76% combination. An MBA is almost de rigueur for CHROs, but at the graduate level, they opt for more varied paths. Pursue science or engineering, but substantial numbers study either the liberal arts, finance, or management at the bachelor's level. Simply put, CFOs are the most homogeneous in terms of their educational backgrounds, while CHROs are the most diverse. CEOs fall somewhere in between. As workplaces and the world of work continue to evolve, so too are the expectations of what makes a CXO. Over time, the paths that individuals take to rise to the top will transform, including in terms of their educational choices. Our data indicates that under 50 CEOs are less likely to have pursued an MBA than their older peers. Similarly, young CEOs are less likely to have studied engineering or science at the bachelor's level. In contrast, CFOs of all age groups specialize in finance and accounts at both the bachelor's and the master's level. It would perhaps be a barometer of true change at the workplace when finance heads begin to take different routes to the top.